Drug withdrawals are the same as going through a breakup. Like all withdraw- drug withdrawals, it's going to end. You're going to have the headaches. You're going to have the obsessive thoughts. You're going to have all of the ridiculous behaviors. What do you think is going to happen if you keep going back for attention? You're not allowing yourself to move on because you keep going back to the person that gave you that same dopamine rush, just like an addict goes back to their drug. Us humans always want an explanation and that is very hard for some breakups because some breakups don't have an explanation your brain is saying um hold up i need closure here i need an explanation to why this person doesn't want to be with me that is why you find yourself obsessing over what went wrong warning everything i discussed in this episode is based on psychological theories mixed with my own opinion keep in mind every situation is unique and these concepts don't necessarily target everyone the aim of this podcast is to share advice provide comfort and help as many people as i can hi everyone welcome back to another episode of why though my name is Nariman. i have a bachelor's and honors degree in psychology and today i will be discussing another relatable topic around why breakups hurt so much okay it's hot today so i got my iced water you can hear it some asmr before we start i don't know if that sounds good but like Alright, so if you have never gotten broken up with, you've never dealt with a breakup, let me tell you, you are a rare breed. Because I think I haven't met anyone that hasn't gone through a breakup or like a break or whatever you want to call it. So this episode is for you. I'm going to be discussing a lot of different interesting topics, what they feel like physically, mentally. Anyone who's been through a breakup knows how difficult and how hard it is. You cannot get that person out of your head. No matter what you do, they're just there. They're just there. You're thinking, what are they doing? What Should I check up on them? Should I check their Instagram? Should I check their snap score? I wonder if they've moved on. I blah, 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 blah. I don't know what to do. What if I never find anyone like this? It's, it's just like a mental headache. But did you know breakups also hurt physically as well as mentally huh what you can describe a breakup as like your heart hurts you're physically exhausted it hurts you physically and let me tell you now you are absolutely correct it does hurt you physically and i'm going to be telling you the theories behind why so first before i do that what is a breakup what is it Some of them are worse than others, let me tell you that. Sometimes it's the ending of a relationship, whether you got dumped or whether you are the person that's dumping someone else. But sometimes breakups are easier, sometimes the other ones are harder. It just depends on the person, really. Like, sometimes it's a relief if someone breaks up with you or it's a relief if you dump them. But then other times it's a shock, it's a slap in the face, you don't know what happened. You were so good one week, like, he was just telling me how much he loves me and we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. And then an hour later, he's like, we need to talk. We need to talk. Those four words, I know. Even if it's something good, but as soon as you hear that those those words, you're like, shit, something's going to go down. There's always that one breakup that you are horrific in. You have never felt that much pain. You think that you're going to feel this type of way forever, but let me tell you, you're not. What breakups feel like? To me, my own personal experience, I was numb. I was tired. I couldn't get myself to do anything. I felt like someone was squeezing my heart. Like, that's what it felt like. You can, there's other 
descriptions for breakups you have reoccurring thoughts you're constantly obsessing about what the other person's doing whether they've moved on who they're talking to and you're obsessing over what went down for us to break up you're like analyzing the conversations you're analyzing every single detail you just can't get them out of your head and then the physical experiences you know like the heart um nauseous appetite loss or appetite increase appetite increase yeah you get hungry (laughs) anyway yeah yeah so there's different types of symptoms now that we've established breakups are physically painful but why are they painful i'm going to tell you about a study that was very interesting to me so they had a group of people that had recently gotten broken up with or whatever um and then they had a brain scan and then they started showing them photos of their ex-partner and what they found was the area in the brain that's associated with pain lit up what does this mean It shows that the unique experience of emotional pain is somehow linked to physical pain because they both both share the same neural pathway. You know what I'm talking about. Like sometimes a month later, your ex comes up with someone else. You instantly feel that in your body. Why? Because the part of your brain that processes pain lights up and that is why you feel those emotions and physical pains in your body and it makes a lot of sense right so like now next time you see a photo of an ex or you get reminded of them or someone talks about them or whatever you see memories of you guys together you will understand why your body is reacting that way and it's completely normal and it's valid after going through a breakup we are in a constant state of fight or flight Before I explain to you what fight or flight is, I'm going to first discuss something. So when you're in love, you're in a relationship, you're in the honeymoon phase or five years down the track, whatever, there are all of these happy hormones coming out, dopamine, etc. So you're just, there's just so much happiness going on, right? Like you're in la la land, you're you're having the best time of your life, right? What do you think is going to happen when you break up with someone? All of these hormones the dopamine rush just vanishes and what do you think that's going to do to you obviously it's a sudden change and your body is like what like i was just getting all of these happy hormones like what just happened why why did it stop right so let's discuss fight or flight this is this links into fight or flight um most of you probably know what fight or flight is but for those of you who don't know i'm going to just quickly explain it Basically, when you're in a real life threat, they use this example all the time. If there's a lion in front of you, you're like your body tenses up. You're gonna, you're either gonna freeze, you're gonna fight, or you're gonna run. Like that's just that's just how you address the physical threat in front of you. You, your body like prepares you to fight this lion in front of you, or freeze, or run away. It, It prepares you. After a breakup, we don't have a physical threat in front of us, but we are in a fight or flight state and what happens is all of this stress all of these stress hormones are built up inside and because we don't have a physical threat in front of us for the energy to come out of us like the stress to be released it ends up just building up inside of us and then this causes problems when you have all of this stress built up inside of you this is why you have headaches you have cramps you have appetite loss you cannot sleep you struggle with sleeping headaches all of the above all of those symptoms that you have after a breakup is because you're in this state of fight or flight essentially 
So it's good to understand that because after you're in that situation, you're upset and you can't eat, you're, you have a headache, you can get sick easily after breakup because all of the stress hormones and all of that stuff going on in your body and the change in body chemistry, it causes you to get sick. So if you get sick and you can't even go to work because of a breakup, like honestly, it's a valid excuse because your body is going through a lot of changes and if you need a day off work, take the day off work. Don't just rush into things, let your body process it. The worst thing is when people go through a breakup and they don't allow themselves to heal. If you go through a sudden change in your body and then you straight away go back to work, that's not going to react well because your body is not, your body and your brain have not processed everything properly. You need to let it process and then you can go back to doing whatever you want to do. So if you're feeling sick, you feel like you're not hungry, like just Take it, eat, take it easy. Try to eat healthier. Try to give your body what it needs. If you broke your leg, you're not going to go running the next day. Why? Because your leg is broken. So if your heart is broken, why would you go do normal things and go to work and affect your body more? I'm not saying don't go to work, but I'm saying if you if you physically can't get out of bed, give that time to yourself and let yourself recover. Just like if you injured your hand, you injured your leg, whatever, like let yourself recover. Also, with all the stress that's built up with you, it affects the way you make decisions. That is why you make stupid decisions. That is why sometimes you're thinking, maybe I should text him. Maybe I should call him. Like, maybe I should just check up on him. Maybe I should pick up the pair of glasses I left at his house for the past six months. No, that is just your brain convincing you to do that. But it's just because, like, you can't make proper decisions because of all of the stress. So next time you want to text an ex or you want to do something stupid, you want to stalk his page, you want to stalk his auntie's page, you want to stalk everything about him, tell yourself, okay, my brain is going through a lot of stress right now and this is why I'm acting like this. Maybe I should do something else that releases this stress. By the way, don't do alcohol or drugs. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, maybe I should do something else to release that stress and get the dopamine I need so I don't focus on texting him. Drug withdrawals are the same as going through a breakup. When I found out about this, I was like, what? This makes sense, okay? This explains the obsession you have, the reason they are stuck in your head. This explains it all. So, there was a study. They had a group of people... And there was an MRI scan, you know, around the brain to see what is happening. So they found that when they showed people their ex, photos of their ex, it was the same as showing an ex-drug addict a photo of the drug. So let's say someone was a heroin addict and then they, they stopped, they're clean now. They showed them a photo of heroin. The same part of their brain lit up as the same as the person who had the photo of their ex shown to them. So the X and the drug light up the same parts of your brain. And that explains the addiction that you have to this person. Why is this interesting? Because it shows you that as soon as you have a breakup, you are going through with withdrawal. And like all withdraw drug withdrawals, it's going to end. So you need a, you're going to have the headaches, you're going to have the obsessive thoughts, you're going to have all of the ridiculous behaviors and all of that stuff. So you are going through symptoms of withdrawal and let me tell you, I don't know exactly when it's going to end, but like a week, a month, six months, it'll eventually end. When you've been dating someone, they are essentially 
your other half. And I know that's not a, th- a term people like to use that anymore. But it's true. Like you, you speak to them all day. You call them. You go on dates with them. You go to them when you need support. You discuss your future with them. They are just a huge part of your life. So when they're gone, your body is trying to rewire itself to make sense of why they're not there. Why did they leave? What am I going to do now that they're not here anymore? Your body needs time to get used to it. Your brain and your body work together. So they're trying to rewire themselves and understand why this happened and what are we going to do with all of the memories we have with this person? We need to get used to it. So your body is telling you, okay, you had this person in your life. We need to get used to them not being around. So just just give me a moment to fix myself, you know. I'm going to give a stupid example. But like when you're getting ready to go out, you need time to prepare yourself. <laughs> this is such a stupid example. But if you're if you have no makeup, you just got out of the shower, you're fine the way you are. But then someone's like, all right, babes, we need to leave now. You're going to be like, what the F? I need time to figure this shit out like I need time to put makeup on I need time to figure out my outfit what am I gonna do like I need time to get ready so the same way when you're at home you're used to being on the couch whatever and suddenly someone walks in and says all right we need to leave now I don't care like what you have to do we need to leave now your body's like not your body you're thinking um babes I need time to get ready so (laughs) when someone breaks up to you you're so used to having them around you're so used to going on a date you're so used to thinking about them and then they're like no sorry you got to move on your body is like I need to get ready I need to prepare myself to move on you know I think this is important to understand because when you are going through all of these different emotions and body reactions and all of these behaviors you do after a breakup it's important to be aware of them and understand why they happen so when they happen you can think to yourself okay why am I feeling this way what does what is my body telling me What is my body telling me? Do I need time? Do I need space? What should I do? Why do I want to text them so badly? Ask yourself this so you can get to the core root of it. Is it because you just want that bit of attention that you've been missing? I'm going to ask you this. What do you think is going to happen if you keep going back for attention? You're not allowing yourself to move on. You're not. Because you keep going back to the person that gave you that same dopamine rush. Just like an addict goes back to their drug. You're not going to move on. You're never going to be clean from that drug, I guess, without letting yourself recover properly. If you keep going back for the attention, for for attention from your ex-partner, you're not going to move on. You're only making this process longer and harder because you're just going to keep reminding yourself of this person instead of giving yourself space and giving them space too. Because I know this whole podcast, I'm talking about you, but it's like there's another person involved in this breakup and they're probably going through a shitty time too. Unless they're an asshole and they don't care, but like generally people do care. Us humans always want an explanation. And that is very hard for some breakups because some breakups don't have an explanation. They're just like, sorry, I moved on. So you're like, your brain is saying, um, hold up, I need closure here. I need an explanation to why this person doesn't want to be with me. So we always want to know why. We always want to know what happened, what went wrong. We always want a logical explanation. There's not always one. So that is why you find yourself obsessing over 
why what went wrong what went wrong in this relationship what did i do wrong and that is why sometimes you blame yourself even if it's not even even if it's not your fault and it's the other person's fault you find yourself blaming yourself like oh maybe i maybe i shouldn't have done this one time maybe i shouldn't have started that one argument last time about him going out like maybe maybe i should have been more supportive of this maybe i should have done that maybe i should have you you think it's you But it's like, no, this is your brain telling you, babes, I need an explanation. I need to know what went wrong here. I need to understand. But, and it's really hard. I know know I'm giving you advice on this, but I I am one person that always wants to know why. That is literally why my podcast is called Why Though? Because I always want to know why. Why did this happen? Why did this person do that? So... I understand like when you go through a shit situation like a breakup you want to know why so like you can give yourself closure so whenever like for me like when I went through a breakup I wanted to know the exact reason because whenever I missed them I'm like okay no you're missing them but you and this relationship ended because of x y and z you keep reminding yourself this is why I ended but when there's no explanation you're still you just start obsessing and you start going crazy but like don't think you're crazy because it's normal like it's 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 just part of life it's human nature to want to want explanations for stuff let's have a water break after breakups we always remember the good times we never remember the bad times it's annoying. This person could have tre- treated you like shit, could have been such a bad person, but you tend to focus on the positive memories. And I'm going to explain to you why. It all links up to what I was discussing earlier. You lose this person, your brain is trying to make sense of it. And that is why you focus on the positive memories because your brain is convincing you to go back to them. Because you have no dopamine anymore, you're going through a lot of stress a lot of headaches, a lot of you're not eating properly, you're not sleeping well, you're trying to find any excuse to stop this chaos that's going on. You're trying to find any excuse to go back to them and for everything to feel good like it was two weeks ago. You, you're you trying to find any excuse and that is why you focus on the positive memories. You're like, oh, but that one time they, they took, like they surprised me to a dinner. Oh, like that one time they complimented me, that one time... They were very supportive that one day, right? So maybe they, they were such a good person to me. Maybe I should go back to them. And this is really hard for someone that actually dumped the other person. Let's say like I dumped someone and I'm feeling so guilty about it. And then I'm just convincing myself, maybe that was the wrong decision. Maybe I should have stayed with them. Maybe they were great. And I don't remember all the reasons I broke up with them in the first place. And to break up with someone, it's a very hard decision because you need to think long and hard about it. You need to think about the reasons you're going through like a month or I don't know how long, a time period where you're trying to figure out whether or not you dump them. And then you finally do. And then all of a sudden, all of the bad things, are they vanished from your head and you're focusing on all the good times. But let me, but it's just your brain and your body trying to get that dopamine hit back. They, they're just trying to make you feel good again. And you're not thinking logically about it. That is That relates to the previous point I made, how you don't make proper decisions. And this is when you should remind yourself of the bad times and remind yourself why this relationship ended. If you got dumped, remind yourself that they didn't love you as much as you thought they did. And you deserve to be loved 
as much as you love the other person. You don't want you don't want one-sided love. And you deserve someone that's going to stay with you through thick and thin and accepts you for you. Remind yourself of that reason. And if it was meant to be, it would have happened. I know that sounds so cliche, but it's true. I believe that everything does happen for a reason and you won't understand that reason until, I don't know, months ahead, years ahead. You, But you will always find out the reason for it. And if you are the person that dumped your partner, remind yourself why you dumped them. Are they lazy? Are they unloyal? Are they disrespectful? One more theory I'd like to speak about is... When we go through breakups, we are actually going through grief. There is a big misconception around grief. Um, People always assume it's when you lose a loved one, like if someone dies in your family. But the same way you're losing a loved one through death, you're still losing someone through a breakup. And grief is a big spectrum. Like it doesn't, it's not just a yes, it's not black and white. Okay, so you can go grief for anything, losing a job, losing your sense of identity, losing your house, losing a partner, like it's not just through death. So when you are in a, going through a breakup, you are going through grief essentially and like losing a loved one and people give you time to heal, give you time to recover, you also need that time for yourself when you go through a breakup. I feel like when you go through a breakup that person is still out there but it feels like you lost them and it feels like they died because the part that they played in your life died it's gone it's vanished so you need that time to get used to living without them and that is why you're going through grief going through grief there is always a primary loss and a secondary loss I'll give you an example. The primary loss in this case is the person you lost. So the breakup, you lost them. So they're the primary loss. The secondary loss would be, for instance, the friends you had with this person. So now that you're not dating this person anymore, you lost the friends that you used to hang out with. You lost the date nights that you used to go on. You lost... um, You lost someone that you used to go to for advice. You lived with this person, you broke up and then they had a dog, right? The secondary loss would be you lost the dog. You lost the house that you lived together. Can you see what I mean? So it's not just this one person, they're gone and like your life is back to normal. Like there's always secondary losses that you also need to grieve as well. So just like you grieved, you're grieving them being gone. You also need to get used to living life with those without those friends living life without that house you loved so much living life without that dog that you loved so much living life without all of these losses that happen all because of this big breakup and that can relate to any process of grief so if you lose a loved one through death um there are always secondary losses being aware of this can help you because you can identify that maybe it's not even the primary loss maybe it's the secondary losses that make you that are making you obsess over them and upset because you're like, well, I want the dog back, but I don't want to be with this person, but maybe I should just suck it up because I want the dog. Maybe it's just the secondary loss that you miss. Maybe you miss the friendships. Maybe you miss all of these date nights and going out. And now that you're not with them anymore, you're not having exciting date nights anymore. And you're like, well, maybe I should have just stuck with them so I can have all of these 
secondary things in my life. Before I wrap up this episode, I'm going to be talking about one final thing. We are done explaining what breakups are, what you feel in your body, what is happening inside your brain, your body, whatever, all of the stuff I was talking about. I have some good news, okay? Let's say you're heartbroken right now. Your heart just got stomped on. You are down in the mud. You're upset. You're going through all of the things I was discussing. I'm going to give you some strategies that can help you go through this breakup. They're not going to fix it overnight, but it could make it just a tad better, okay? If you just got dumped, that's a good thing. Congratulations. The only option you have now is to move on. You don't have any other option. You can't beg them to stay with you because they already made up their mind. They don't want you. So your only option is, I got to move on. I need to get on with my life. Okay. This is such a better situation to be in. And a lot of people don't realize that than the person that's dumping the other person. Why? Because if you, if I want to dump someone, I need to think about everything, What's going to happen if I dump them? What's going to happen if I stay with them? There's a lot of regret involved. So if I dump someone, I have two options really. I could either move on or I could go back to them because they still want me and I might convince myself to go back. So you're going through a lot of mental conflict in your head and it's it's not as easy to dump someone rather than getting dumped because you could regret it. You could think, damn, I made the wrong decision. And it's, it's annoying. I actually hate that mental conflict because I like second guess everything I do. So it's like if I'm dumping someone, I'm like, oh my God, I thought about this for years and I don't know what when I'm going to do it. I don't know what's going to happen. And so if you just got dumped, like just realize you're in a better situation than they are. And if you are the person that dumped the other person, well, I don't have anything to tell you, but good luck. <laughs> Okay, I mentioned obsession throughout this whole episode. The next tip is identify these obsessive patterns. Identify when you keep stalking them, when you keep thinking about them, when you keep talking about them 24-7. Identify all of these behaviors and distract yourself. So let's say going on a walk distracts you, listening to music distracts you, going out shopping distracts you. Find anything that takes your mind off them. This is good because, and I know I said you need to process it, but if you're finding yourself obsessing too much and that is all you think about, like, I think you should, you should find something that distracts. I think you should give yourself a good week to be depressed, take time off work, um, watch sad movies, cry your heart out, let the stress come out of you by crying. Don't, don't suppress it, let it out. Like, don't act like you don't care because I've done that before. Act like, I don't care that we broke up. I don't care. And then it hits me all at once. Like, no, I should have just let myself cry, watch the movies, eat the ice cream. I should have let myself be pathetic for a week. And then after the week's over, when I keep finding myself obsessing over this person, I'll distract myself by recording a video, by shopping, all of the things I said. Exercise. Oh, everyone always talks about exercise, but you're missing dopamine. You need to exercise because you want that dopamine back. Go do Pilates, go do yoga, go do something that can increase the dopamine and don't do drugs or alcohol because I know that's an easy fix, but it's not going to fix in the long, long run. You still haven't processed it properly and you might get an addiction out of it. So don't do that. Okay, don't do that. 
Okay, like the drug withdrawal, this breakup withdrawal is going to end. Like addictions, you need to get rid of the stimuli. So like the addict, get rid of the drugs out of your house, right? So like, so you going through the breakup, get rid of the photos, get rid of the things they bought you, get rid of all of those distracting things. And a lot of people will say that's unhealthy, but I don't think so. Get it out of your system. If I ever went through a breakup, I'd block them or I just delete my photos. I would not have anything that reminds me of them. And I would actually tell my friends, don't talk about me. Don't talk about this person to me. If you see them walking, I don't want to know. I don't care. If they start dating someone, I don't want to know. Even if they are, I don't want to know because it's reminding me it's too painful. I don't want to think about it. I just don't want to deal with it. And that brings me to my next point. People that stay friends with their ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend piss me off. If you guys literally don't have any emotional connection at all and you're so fine being friends, good for you. Not everyone has that. Good for you. You can go be their friend. But for the people that still are in love with their ex, don't be their friend. Even if they message you saying, Let's just stay friends. No. Tell them no. Okay. I've been in this situation. I had an ex tell me, let's just be friends. And I'm like, no. Why would I be friends with you? That's painful. Why would I hurt myself? Okay. And I actually told them, look, if you break up with me now, it's done. Like we're not friends. We're not speaking. We are done. We're not going to talk anymore. I'm not going to have you string me along and be your friend No, because I'm going to get hurt and I'm going to act like I don't care about what you're doing. And if we're friends and we hang out sometimes, there's still that dopamine hit. We're still, there is still that connection I was talking about. There is still that emotional connection and dopamine rush and you're not allowing yourself to move on. So you can say, be friends with an ex if you guys are actually moved on. Don't lie to yourself. But if you have not moved on, don't be friends with them. You're allowing, you're making the process longer and more difficult to deal with. Cut the connection. Tell them, no, I don't want to be friends. Like straight out, I don't. I don't want to hurt myself more. I don't want to have these. I don't want to be strung along. Nice knowing you. Good luck. I might, I might block you. So don't get offended. But I'm, I just don't want to see your face. <laughs> don't say that. But like just unfollow them. Don't feel bad about it. Delete their photos. Delete everything. And some people will get offended by that. They'll say like, wow, did I mean nothing? They're, they've deleted all my photos. They've unfollowed me like. Did I mean nothing to them? Don't think about it that way. Because if someone actually took the time out of their day to unfollow you, it means that you affected them so much that they needed to unfollow you. That you are a difficult and painful reminder of their relationship. That they they couldn't handle looking at your profile anymore. And that is why they unfollowed you. So don't get offended by it. Every cliche quote, everything happens for a reason. It's true. So I love lists. I always talk about lists. Write a pros and cons list. Pros, he was good looking. Pros, he's funny. Um, I liked his family. Cons, unsupportive, uh, lazy, um, disrespectful. Like, lay, lay out the pros and cons. And if the cons outweigh the pros, then think about the cons all the time. And let's say you just got dumped and there are a lot of pros over the cons. One big con is the fact that they dumped you. The fact that they didn't love you enough to stay. And maybe maybe they did tell you the reason they dumped you. I know this is going to take a different route. But like, let's say they told you, I'm dumping you because X, Y, and Z. And you should reflect later and think, okay, he told me I'm obsessive. Is this true? Be honest with yourself. If it is true, 
now you've learned from this breakup that you want to fix this obsessive behavior work on yourself fix it maybe you can get back with this ex you don't know maybe like if it's meant to be you guys will cross pathways and you might end up together if not then you have learned a very important lesson from that breakup and that is to stop being obsessive and then when you go to your next partner you won't be as obsessive as you were in your previous relationship but let's say they said you're obsessive and that's not true then honestly don't even think about it anymore they're just talking shit they're just trying to they're trying to be disrespectful and manipulate you so like just leave it you ask yourself i'm not obsessive i haven't even done anything obsessive then just leave it don't think about it but the con is that they didn't love you enough to stay with you you know how many times i've cried over someone that literally does not mean anything to me anymore you know how many times I would be crying thinking that I'm never going to meet anyone else like this person. Boy, was I wrong. Oh, my God. It's just so funny. Like, now, years later, you look back and you're like, bro, I was actually crying over this guy. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? Like, he isn't even worth it. In the moment, you feel like shit. But remind yourself that five years from now, I'm going to have met someone else and I'm not going to give a shit about this person. It happens every single time. I allow myself to heal and then I find someone better and I'm like, okay, well, I cried over that person for no reason. Moving on. Another thing is give the give your body the nutrients that it needs. If you can't eat, please try to eat healthy. Please try to get as much sleep as you can. Try to have a healthier lifestyle and that is what your body needs. Have a shower, go for a walk, go eat. These things help your body. And when you're helping your body, you're actually making the breakup process go quicker and you're allowing your body and your brain to rewire and get used to the post-breakup state. Why are you upset? Are you upset that you guys broke up because you're scared to be alone? If that is the case, then watch my previous episode because it's about attachment styles and this could explain your fear of rejection, abandonment, it could explain all of these factors. And if that's the case, you're scared of being alone, then you have other issues to focus on and rather it's not this breakup. It's not even this person you're mourning. You know, you don't even care about this person. You're just scared of being alone. So ask yourself, why are you upset? Why are you doing these behaviors? Why are you obsessing? Get to the root problem and get used to interrogating yourself because that is one skill that's really hard to gain and I had to work on this for years but like now whenever something happens I can get to the root problem like I know I got pissed off at this situation why because blah 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 it goes down to this core issue so there's always a core issue get get to know it go get to know yourself okay it might not even be this person that you're upset over it might be just the fact that you're scared of you hate rejection and the fact that this person rejected you sucks I don't want to feel rejected so now I want them even more that is why sometimes like people when they get rejected they start chasing when you reject someone they start chasing you it's because they've never gotten rejected before and now they're like no I, I can't be rejected like I can't be rejected I need this person back but it's not because you're special it's because they just fear rejection so yeah ask yourself this and don't worry, every breakup, um, it's over. it gets over, you're going to get over it. And I know that's like easier said than done, it really is. But I really hope that you got something from this podcast. And if you can take one thing away from this podcast, it is that you don't need anyone but yourself. 
you have yourself and that is all you need. Everything else is secondary. Okay? Everything else in your life is secondary. You are the primary priority in, of your life and you should be the number one love of your life. Okay? So you don't need anyone else. And whatever you're going through, I really hope it passes soon and you are healthier and you find someone else that appreciates you and I hope you all have a lovely day I will see you guys in my next episode please um rate this podcast on Spotify if you're on YouTube like comment subscribe um follow me on TikTok Instagram all of the social medias I post every single day yeah I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you guys next time